0: listeners, It's me, Tanil, and welcome to another episode of the 37th Year Podcast, where I daringly take deep dives into my life experiences and search for gems. This week's topic is a tough one, so it will be a two-part series. I'm opening up retrospectively about my recent miscarriage. Turn with me in part one as I vent, live, hand-in-ramble form, about the emotional pulls and very matter-of-fact experience. And then, look out next week for part two, where I mine the gems. (sighs) So I'm live. Yeah, live. And there's something that I need to talk about that I've been procrastinating on talking about for maybe maybe two weeks or a week. Yeah, I don't know. So I had a miscarriage. Um, September 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. Yeah. <sighs> um Yeah, I so let's I guess let's go back to the beginning <laughs> I was 10 weeks pregnant at the time that I had the miscarriage I okay I found out I was pregnant my husband and I we found out that we were pregnant and um, I was super excited because I was like, yes, you know, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Um, I recall and this video is going to be kind of like all over the place. So just roll with me because it's basically impromptu. Um, so I was excited about the baby because Even though I had said earlier in the year when this whole pandemic hit, like, oh, I wouldn't want to have a baby in a pandemic because I can't run with a pregnant belly. But obviously, as things have progressed in the pandemic and the level of risk has decreased, I kind of felt okay, I guess, ultimately with having a baby. And so when I found out I was pregnant, I was was okay. I was like, okay, yes, good. And I started telling everybody. (laughs) Well, not like going out and broadcasting, but if I was talking to a family member or a friend or even um, vaguely mentioning it on social media platforms, I was okay with sharing it because I'm I'm a believer that what God has is, you know, what, what God has ordained is. Um, and you know, and I'm bringing this up because there's this adage or this thing with women that you shouldn't tell anyone that you're pregnant before three months because you can have a miscarriage, you know, and you hear that all the time, but you never really think about actually having a miscarriage. Hmm. Um, so I didn't mind sharing it with people, and I didn't mind. I told my mother-in-law, I told my mom. I guess when I found out, I was at least six weeks. Six or seven weeks. Yeah, I think it was in like August. I didn't mind sharing. So I told my mother-in-law, I told my, my brother, my sister. I told, you know, obviously my husband. Um, I mentioned it to a friend or two. I mentioned it to the person that was doing my hair when I had hair at the time. I mentioned it in a Mommy Monday chat that I did on my Instagram page. Um, I was okay with mentioning it, like I said, because I felt like, and I still feel like, what's supposed to be, supposed to be. Me telling, and I do believe death and life is in the power of the tongue, but me sharing that I'm pregnant is not speaking death to my child, you know, um... I don't know. Anyways, I was sharing it and I was okay with sharing it. And I think like, if I think back, maybe in the eighth week or ninth week, in the eighth week, because it was at least two weeks before the actual miscarriage, I was feeling pain. This pain in my tailbone, this pain in my hips, this pain in my lower back that was so excruciating that I could not sit for long and I could not lie down on a bed or lie down, you know, on the sofa. I had to lie down on the floor with my back flat, my feet up and that's how I was able to sleep for like a, 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 over a week, you know, like that because I was so uncomfortable. The pain was so present. Um, that I can not sleep any other way. And so I, um, that's how I was sleeping. And I just attributed the pain to pain, you know, like um, the, uh, I don't know if it's perennial pain or pelvic pain. Um, Because your pelvic is now adjusting to accommodate the child that's growing within you. And so I thought I just attributed to that. And um, yeah, this is probably not the best thing to do. But hold on, let me tell my husband that I am shooting a video about this so that he doesn't call and interrupt my video. Let me let him know. Um, so I, like I said, I was feeling that pain and it was excruciating. It was like, especially, especially at night, Is it at night, the pain was just consistent. I started to feel, even in the day, like consistently feeling pain in my hips, um, Pain in my pelvic area, pain in my tailbone. Yeah. So it wasn't only at night, but I guess because it, it was more prevalent at night because I had to lie down. Um, but like I said, the only way that I could sleep comfortably was flat on the back in my living room, on my living room floor, flat on the back with two of the big cushions on my sofa under my legs. So I'm like chair position on my back. If you can imagine. Anyway, so. On the 18th or the 17th that Thursday I think the Friday was the 19th so like maybe like Thursday or Wednesday the 18th 17 to eighteenth. I started feeling just funny and just feeling a little funny achy just feeling funny and just, I was just monitoring it and then on the Friday I was just like, something just feels funny and I started looking up miscarriages because I was like, oh no, I started spotting yeah, I started spotting early the Friday morning like there was like a brown spot on my um, on my, on my panty liner and I like I said, I felt funny. I felt the aching, I felt weak and I started looking at miscarriages that day and I was like, what? I don't, you know, I just not even saying I don't, I hope I'm not having a miscarriage or I wonder if I'm having a miscarriage. I don't know if my thought was so definite, but I... I looked it up, and I when I looked it up, it talked about you know how miscarriages are can be spontaneous. Um, They can be based on chromosomal uh, over mutation or over multiplication. (sighs) Um, They talked about what to do. you're having a miscarriage Um, and I was a little confused at that point because it basically said do nothing like let it happen to your body Um, which I'll get to to little a little later my thoughts on that but it basically said do nothing um they did say that if you're having I mean Okay, let's, let's backtrack. So they did say in the, on the website that I checked that I can't remember what it is right now. But if you're having spotting, watch it. If it becomes um, heavier, if, you're, if your spotting turns into a flow that becomes like a period flow and it fills up a pad within an hour or less, you know, within an hour or two, then, you know, you're having a miscarriage and you should contact your doctor. And so I was spotting and so I didn't think that I was having miscarriage, but I just, you know, noted that in my mind. And I also remember with my daughter, um, around week eight or nine or 10, I was spotting and I, in that instance, I thought, oh my God, I went from having miscarriage because I have fibroids. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like hysteric when I was spotting then. And obviously it's justifiable because it was my first pregnancy. So I was like, like anything, I was super freaked out. Um, so and then and I'll just share about that experience. So in that experience, we I saw spotting that was a little bit more like the onset of a flow, like maybe like your the third day of the second day of your flow starting, which is not heavy, but kind of like you can tell I'm having a period and that was happening. So I went to the doctor right away and I was like, listen, this is happening. And they, you know, I ended up staying in the hospital that night. Um, And then I went home and everything was fine. (laughs) Um, So in this experience. I did think, especially the Saturday morning when I got up. Wait, let's before I get to that. Like by Friday evening, the spotting was consistent, and so I was like, okay, maybe it's just spotting because of the fibroids that I have, because I have this this situation, this fibroids, which it did say on the website that you can you can have bleeding while pregnancy because of your fibroids, so it's nothing to be super alarmed with, unless it's like a heavy flow. Of bleeding um, so I wasn't really alarmed and anyway I was alarmed but not alarmed you know anyway so I then so let's get into Saturday so Friday night I was having like a, a Like more spotting, heavier spotting, I should say. Then Saturday morning come and I woke up with this pain and I was sleeping on the floor because we, by that time I ended up taking out the sofa bed and putting it on the floor. And my husband and daughter were sleeping with me and I felt this pain It was so like I don't I don't know how to explain it was excruciating and there was a flow and I think it was maybe like nine o'clock in the morning and I said to my husband like in that moment I said to my husband I think I'm having a miscarriage like I just felt it and I felt it so strong and I felt it so, like, piercing. Um, it's like and I cried out actually. I cried out. And I wailed. Like after I said it, and there was this this, this consistent pain that I, I, like I felt it in my whole body down my leg and I wailed and I cried tears um and my husband was like um do you want some Tylenol you know do you want cuz I was like i was feeling this pain and I and at that point I said I'm I'm having a miscarriage I think I'm having a miscarriage and I felt it but I didn't know. I still didn't know 100%. And I was like, but it's, I, and I kept saying that it's not, you know, they said that if the flow is like a, a pad's worth, then you should call your doctor, go to the doctor. Um, but I'm saying it wasn't because at that point it wasn't. And I was like, you know what? Um, yeah, go get my death sorry, go get me the Tylenol. And he went to CVS and got me the Tylenol. And I was in in pain. Basically in pain the whole day on Saturday. Um, And as the day progressed, the flow got heavier. And by the evening, by an eight, nine o'clock at night, I was passing, uh, clots, and I was like, ah, yes, I'm having a miscarriage, and I said to him, I'm having a miscarriage, I'm having a miscarriage, and at this point, the pain is not as intense because I'm taking the Tylenol, um, and... Uh, my the the pads are filling up, and I'm like I'm having a miscarriage, and then we both look online, and it basically said to you know unless you are having extreme well, they said to contact your doctor if you're having extreme bleeding, and um, but they also said to like your body is going to like you don't need to go to the doctor, you know, unless there's something else. Um, and so I didn't go, um, because I felt like it's happening and I was like kind of coming to terms with it. Like after I cried out and cried tears in the morning, I was like, this is happening. And and I said to my husband, this is happening. And he's like, you know, people have, people go through this, and it's happening, and this is a part of God's will, so it's happening. And we, we both kind of, like, just accepted that it was happening. <laughs> and it's kind of surreal thinking back on it. It was only, like, two weeks ago. But it was just like this feeling of leaving of departure um, and I can still remember and that's I keep mentioning that that moment on Saturday morning when I cried out and I said I think I'm having a miscarriage and I held my, my stomach and I cried like I was, I was kind of kneeled towards my husband and with my hand on him, and I just cried. I wailed like you know one of them like like one of those wails um, and cried, and I it's like I knew. Anyway, so Saturday night, like I said, my pad was getting fuller and fuller. By Sunday morning, my pad was still getting full and I was passing clots and I just, the way I was feeling was just like, this is happening, you know, I've taken the Tylenol and I was just like, this is happening. This is what's happening. It's not, um... You know, I don't, I don't know. Because honestly, even in doing this video right here about this, I felt like I was over it and I feel like I'm over it. Like I'm saying to myself, I'm over it. It happened. But I don't know. I guess it's, I guess I'm still processing the experience. And, um so I don't have all the words to express the experience Um, and it's like after nine now so I'm a little tired so but let's go back to Sunday so Sunday like I said but the the pad was just consistently being a full pad like every two maybe a little bit over two hours um, at one point and then another point on Sunday was like like every hour and 15 minutes or I don't know, it's like, I just felt it to the point where like it was leaking out. Like I saw it on my clothes. I saw it on the couch. I was like, Oh goodness. And like I said, I was passing clots. So it was happening. And I just, I just, I just kind of like, it's okay. It's all right. This is happening. It's okay. Um, and my husband was, you know, I guess how men function like, Nothing is happening except the thing that's happening and it's no big deal. It's just a part of life. Very practical. This is happening kind of way. Um, and let's just handle it, you know, and I mean, he kept asking me if I wanted to go to the doctor and I said, if I want to go to the hospital and I said, no, I don't think I need to go to the hospital because they said online (laughs) that your body, like, it's just going to pass through your body. You just have to allow the process. Um... So that was Sunday. And then on Monday, and on Sunday, let's get to Sunday evening. Sunday evening, Sunday night, I felt a little dizzy, Sunday night. And then Monday morning when I woke up, I felt a little dizzy. The bleeding was still happening, and I felt a little dizzy, and I felt weak. And I was like, you know what? Let me call the doctor. And, And it was Monday morning, you know, my doctor would have been available. So I called and I, uh, they connected me to the nurse, um, instead of directly to my doctor. But I said, um, I just shared with her what was going on, the experience that I had over the weekend from the Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday. And she said, well, it sounds like you are having a miscarriage. Um, and she said to me that it's something that is very common and the body is able to handle it and process the, you know process it out of your system you don't have to go to the doctor but she did say because i have the fibroids and because um i was feeling dizzy and because of the amount of blood that i said i was i was uh that was filling up the pad in the time frame she said you know what maybe you should go to the emergency room to just to make sure everything is okay um because of those three factors that i was feeling dizzy the amount of blood and because i had the fibroids Um, But she said, it sounds like you're having a miscarriage. And so I, my husband and I packed up, you know, uh, let me even explain how that Monday went, that Monday morning. So I called the doctor at 9, I was trying to get through from like maybe before 9. And I got through maybe 9.30, yeah, or after nine they then said the nurse will come back so she called me back maybe before 10 and we had the conversation she said okay i think you should go to the doctor so i said okay so my, i said to my husband okay we gotta go to the doctor now the nurse said blah 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 and i said but i'm feeling fine and for some reason i just asserted that everything was okay like i'm fine everything's okay you know i'm having miscarriage but it's all right you know just <laughs> that's just life and it's over and i'm okay with it and you know this is god's plan and like this kind of frantic, false sense of okayness. <laughs> and my husband was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I was just, I just kept on in that mood. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, everything's fine. I'm not, you know, I shake it off. I don't feel weak anymore. You know, um, I took a shower. I got dressed you know, not to the ninth, but I really like put together a really nice lounge outfit to go to the ER room. And I think I did it just to kind of shake myself out of the feeling of sadness about what was happening. Um, and I t- asserted that kind of okayness position to not think about, okay, the fact that I'm going to the doctor, I'm going to the ER to basically confirm that I've lost this baby that I've been carrying and excited about for the last. Um, I guess five weeks of knowing or six weeks of knowing that I had the baby or I guess four weeks of knowing that I had the baby, you know, cause I didn't know until I was like maybe six weeks pregnant that I was pregnant, I think. Anyway. Um, and he was like, you know, he was kind of like, I know you're trying to just, you know, be okay, but it is okay. And you don't have to carry on that way. And God has a plan, and maybe this wasn't the plan right now, and let's just go and confirm and see what's going on. Um, make sure everything is okay. Everything is okay. So he took the day off, and we went. And um, I, sat, I said to them, when I got to the ER, I said, hey, you know, I think I'm having a miscarriage. And they're like, oh, okay, come in. Let me check your vitals. See, are you COVID? Are you non-COVID, basically? whatever, All the protocols that they go through to see if you have COVID. And I was like, no, and then they said, okay, go have a seat out there. And I waited there for like over an hour, just maybe a little bit over an hour to be seen. If I'm saying to someone, I, I mean, I thought that was like absolutely crazy that I'm, I am come into the emergency room and say that I think I'm having a miscarriage and they're like, oh yeah, go have a seat. It's like, you should be frantic, like, girl, you know? But it wasn't the case. And that, ex- that short experience of, of that reaction by them also made me feel like it's not as serious or I shouldn't be frantic about it, about the experience. Um, and once I once they called me in, you know, I got undressed, Got in the emergency room. Got undressed. The nurse gave me some underwear and a pad, and you know, told me to take my clothes off from the waist down. And she said, also, if you pass anything, you know, you know, let me uh, put it in this bottle. We can send it off for a sample to you know see if it's actual fetal tissue or, or anything, or see what it actually is. And just as she was leaving, I felt this pain. And, you know, not to be graphic or anything, but I felt the, 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 um, I don't even have explained it, but you know what they call it? They call it product of conception. Anyway, so I felt the, something pass and I said, Hey, something passed just now. And I had like, I, I mean, I felt the pain. I had to grip the bed. Like, Oh my goodness. You know what it kind of feels like? It kind of feels like contraction pains. That's what it feels like. And not retrospectively, but even in the moment I was saying that it kind of, it feels strongly like the onset of contractions. Your back, your legs feel like they're going to go. And it's just this pain shuddering down your body. Anyway, I said to her that this, you know, so I just passed something and I, she said, okay, show it to me and put it in the, and, and we'll put it in the cup, and I, it was so gross, I took the pad off, and I, I was like, there, it is such a gross thing to do, I was apologizing, like, oh, I'm so sorry about this, because it's such a disgusting thing to do, to show someone your bloody pad, it's nasty, it stinks, and it's gross, <sighs> anyway, so I gave it to her, and she, she was like, Oh, she looked at it and she's like, Oh, and she's like, yeah, um, you're, 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 it sounds like you're having what you're saying you're having. And initially they didn't say, Oh, you're having a miscarriage. I don't know if that's a thing to keep me calm and comfortable, but they didn't say, Oh, you're having a miscarriage. They just said, Oh, we'll just check and see what's going on. And it never really said the word. Um, until much later, but anyway, she's like, yeah, it looks like you're passing, and she's like, yeah, you know, do you know how you can tell the difference between a clot, and, and then she, I mean, she wanted to tell me, basically, how it kind of, how the miscarriage happens, where, because I was saying, I did share to her that I was having, I was having the pains, blah, 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 she's like, yes, it is like a, um, having a miscarriage is like, Having delivering a baby because your body is contracting, your uterus is contracting to push all of the, those uh, features out, all of those elements out of your body um, to dispose of the child. And so then she went out to share with me how you know how you know that you can tell that you're having the miscarriage, and like I said, it's gonna be graphic. When she looked at the what I had passed. She's like, "Oh, yes, you can see here that it's pink flesh. It's not just blood lining, it's flesh." And I was like, "Oh,." Ooh. And in that in that moment, and the moments after that, I kind of just like settled that this is a miscarriage. this is what's happening. Um, but of course, as I was in the hospital, they had to run all the tests. You know, they came in and checked me. Um, they brought me to ultrasound. Uh, they took my blood to, to check the hormone levels. And they were saying that the hormone levels, um, are low. Um, and like a point six or something. Or was a 19 at that point? It was a 19 at that point. Yeah. And... You know, so like I said, they did the ultrasound, they checked my blood, they gave me the electrolytes or whatever they have in that hanging bag thing to, fluids, yeah. (laughs) And I was basically just sitting there waiting for the tests to come through, waiting for them to get the ultrasound results. Um, The doctors came in, they were very nice they were very informative Um, they were courteous they tried to make sure I was okay brought me warm blankets and um, explained to me any questions that I had which I didn't really have much Um, Mm. so I went to the hospital I got into the hospital like I said about 1 o'clock and I didn't leave until maybe 9 in the night Um, the emergency room until 9 in the night and like i said while i was there they i was just basically waiting on the test to confirm that this is what's happening that a miscarriage is happening so eventually what happened was that the doctor on staff that was attending to to me said that um because the er is connected to the hospital that i go to for my or that i was set up to go to for my prenatals prenatal visits and in the end he said that you know the ultrasound showed that nothing was there um the the pregnancy hormone levels were at a 19 they were low like to which indicated that they were dropping and then they did perform a pap i guess smear on me to get some cultures to also sent off to the lab and you know he said when he was there he said that the cervix is open which indicates that Yes, your body is uh, getting rid of the product of conception, which is your baby that you're miscarrying. But he didn't say miscarry. He just said the product of, like, of conception. Um, and, you know, in the end he said basically he just, he was waiting to hear from the, the my OBGYN doctor to see, you know, what the next steps were um, after I get discharged which ultimately was that I was to follow up with them, um, to, you know, to basically go over all this again a week later to, to check on what was happening with my body, to just make sure that the, everything was out and everything was done. Um, so one of the things I asked, okay, so anyway, I got to the, and I know the story's long, but I think I what I'm trying to do is talk about it to bring closure to the experience and I you know yeah anyway so the doctor when I got to my OBGYN which was the following Tuesday so I came out on the Monday and the following Tuesday um, of the following week is when I had the OBGYN visit and there um, she once a doctor came in to see me she expressed that she went over the information from the emergency room visit and she said she believes that I am having a miscarriage um and she said to me that basically it was kind of like a little counseling thing she was like you know um how asked me how I'm feeling and I told her that I'm I'm okay and I've come to terms with it and she's like you know there's She's like, I hope so because you know you should know that there's nothing that you could have done to prevent or cause this miscarriage. You know, something. And she said that it's very frequent, and that um, women have miscarriages all the time. And it normally happens within the first trimester in the in the you know around the time that I had it. And it's very very common, more common than I than I know. And um, there's nothing that I could have done about it. And also that, you know, she doesn't think that I need to be checked again or that my vitals need to be taken again because she feels like based on based on what I told her, because I told her by then that the bleeding was basically just spotting at that point. Um, there was no heavy bleeding. There was nothing passing, even though oh, uh, I didn't talk about the week between the visit between the ER and the doctor. So the Monday, like I said, the the they discharged me. The spotting was light. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of that week, the spotting was on and off light. So one day it would be a little bit more than another day. I did pass more clots. I do believe that I passed some flesh because I, I saw it in the pad. And um, I I do think that, you know, the, the experience from the, from the ER visit to the OBGYN visit, um, that time sp- that time span in that week caused me to become more and more okay with the fact that I had just miscarried my baby. Like I came to terms with it as the days went on. So by the time I got to the OBGYN, I was, or at least I feel like, In my mind, I was okay with what happened. I was okay that my baby that I wanted had passed. I don't know how... I I don't know. But in my mind, and even right now, I feel like I'm okay with what happened. I... Okay that I've come to terms. I lost my baby at 10 weeks I wanted my baby but okay I lost my baby at 10 weeks and it's okay and oh oh hi someone's in here (laughs) I thought I was talking to myself but it's okay thank you so very much for sending love I'm talking about um the miscarriage that I I just experienced and um I'm just venting it out right now on live. Oh, my mama girl is up. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's up. I can hear her. Oh, she's coming. <laughs> hey, mama. Shh. Mama girl. Hey. Shh, come, mama. Mama, come, come mama girl, you're okay, you are okay, yes, you're okay, see, I'm right here. So, um, like I said, by the time I got to the OBJYN I was in my head Feeling like I've come to term, I came to term with the fact that it was happening. It happened. And so that's why when the the doctor was more on the side of like encouraging me that it's okay. It was more like a a therapy session than a doctor's visit. She was just like reassuring me that there was nothing that I could have done to cause it. I did ask her, um, I did ask her what could have caused it. And if they had taken the sample of the product product of conception if they had if they had gotten the results from that sample and she said they didn't um and like i said she said there's nothing you could have done it happens all the time in the first trimester women have miscarriages all the time more commonly than you think every woman thinks that it's just them every woman thinks that it's something that they did um but it's nothing that they did and it was very reassuring to hear that because I had all I did, even though I came to terms with it. I came to terms with it. I did start thinking like, oh, well maybe I was drinking too much caffeine, or um, what else did I think? I I know I was drinking a lot of tea, and you know you're only supposed to have two hundred milligrams of caffeine when you're pregnant. So then I started doing the calculations like, oh, but I I didn't hit the two hundred mark. I was way below that <laughs> drinking black tea, but. I don't know i just i just was thinking and then also when you share with someone because i I end up telling my mom who ended up telling my sister and when i told my mom and i told the way that she responded was kind of like i think one of the things she said is it's it's what you're eating you know like like i did something to cause it you know and it kind of felt like and that, or what I'm trying to say, is that's where the thoughts came from of it's something that I did from my interaction with other people, not because I internally felt like, the only thing I thought about was maybe I was drinking too much caffeine, but it really came from other people saying like, oh, wow, what, what happened? What caused it? Why did it happen? And it's like, I have no answer. So then I go to the doctor and the doctor's like, there's nothing you can do to cause it. There's nothing you can do to prevent it if it's going to happen. And it." It's just a part of the experience of some pregnancies and it happens more commonly than you know uh, Which reassured me made me feel so much better And helped me to continue to come to terms with the fact that you know, it was happening. Um So in that visit With the OBGYN they she she uh, took a pap or she did a pap exam she took my blood again to check the hormone levels for the pregnancy and uh she said basically by the end of the day or before the end of the day she would call me um and you know i left that OBGYN visit saying it's just a confirmation that this is done you know it's i don't know i've never had a miscarriage before so i don't know what the protocol is and you know but I just, I feel like I just needed closure. I needed, I needed the doctor visit to say it's over. It's done. You have lost this child officially. And, um, that's basically what it was. Cause by the time I got home, um, maybe an hour or two later, she called with the results from the blood samples. And, um, she said that the hormone levels for the pregnancy was like at a six. A point six which means that it's really really low and when I was at the emergency room it was a 19 so that means it was suddenly growing going down as the days went by and who knows if if it wasn't a 19 at the ER which was Sunday that means that maybe the Saturday the Friday I mean that was a Monday so the Sunday the Saturday the Friday the Thursday like within the week maybe my my pregnancy was was dying you know because (sighs) anyway so, um, basically home and once I got home from the doctor and shared it with my husband and we we're home for the rest of the day together, we just basically consistently reassured each other that it was okay. <laughs> you know, that it was okay, that it was a part of God's plan, um, for us and maybe, you know, whatever happened, why it happened, it's a part of God's plan and to leave it there. And that's basically where I'm at right even in this moment but i wanted to do i wanted to to make a video about it because i felt like i needed to like talking about it would add to the closure talking about it would just add to me feeling like okay yes i fully expressed all my feelings and thoughts about it i verbalized it it's on video i have it on my phone so you know it's the end um And that's where I'm at right now. And then another thing that prompted me to do this video was the story about Chrissy Teigen losing her baby. And and then I also saw that it was um, pregnancy loss month as of October. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe God is trying to tell me that I should talk about it and, you know, acknowledge it openly that this has happened and maybe somebody will see the video and be like you know oh wow somebody else had it especially the fact that it's more common than women talk about and i wonder why it's something that women don't talk about you know i'm um, well maybe because it's sad and you know losing a child nobody wants to talk about that but i think it's one of the things in the experience of pregnancy that Needs to be mentioned more often. Um, but then also when you are pregnant. And being a, as you function as a human. You, you go off of, off of experience. You don't ever really think of. Oh somebody else had a miscarriage. So, oh yeah I might have a miscarriage. You never really think that either. Um, so I don't even know what the answer is. To, to, to managing the experience. I don't know what the answer is. It's just. I guess it's something that you just have to go through Um, but I will say that I'm grateful that I did not end up devastated because the Saturday that I felt that like the pain that I was sharing earlier in the video the Saturday that I felt that pain the, that contraction-like pain that hit me so hard in my back and my 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 legs. Like, I couldn't really stand. I had to hold on to my husband. And when I felt that pain and I knew, I, felt, I was like, I think I'm having a miscarriage. The pain was so strong. That pain is something that, you know, I don't know. It's indescribable it's and I, I don't think anybody wants to talk about it. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, this is where it's at. Um, This is the experience that I had, and and I'm okay now. I'm glad that I'm not. Oh yeah, I was talking about being devastated by that from that experience with the pain. Like I felt like I cried out the pain and the hurt that I was feeling in that moment, or moments when I cried on Saturday, the Saturday when. Like the pain really hit me and the bleeding was really heavy and happening. I feel like I cried that day. I feel like I experienced the the physical wailing, whatever it is supposed to to happen on that Saturday. And maybe that's why today I can be, I'm not wailing and I'm not completely devastated that I had the experience of a miscarriage. I am... I think I'm still a little shocked that it happened. I think that I kind of feel like I'm a little apprehensive about I've never tried to have a baby. My daughter, we just happened to get pregnant and here we go. But, and I've never been one to say, okay, let's try to have a baby. And we didn't try to, to get pregnant when we got pregnant with this baby. Even though I was looking at my husband very like, (laughs) consistently, but not, not trying. So I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is on how to manage it. I don't know what the answer is on how to prepare for it or deal with it. Or I I guess I, I have no idea. I don't know what I would tell somebody else other than it happens. It has happened to me. I don't know what to say I don't know what to other than that I've come to terms with the fact that it happened Um, it's an it's it's I don't know if it's unfortunate because I feel like things and that happen in your life happen for a reason for you to just some things are just to 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 give you that experience so that you know what it's like maybe to share with somebody else or to learn from it for another season I'm and I don't know, like I said, if I would want another baby right away, because the doctor also said that you can go ahead and, you know, get going, you know, after th- everything is passed, you know, like I think two weeks, she said that they used to tell people to wait six weeks, but you can, she said research has shown that you could just go ahead and you can even get pregnant like right after the miscarriage, which I find, I don't know, I'm a little frightened by that because it's like, oh, I just had a miscarriage. What? And I've never been one to try to have a baby. So I've been kind of like not paying my husband attention when he gives me the the special eye. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I am grateful that I am okay. I'm grateful that me and my husband came through this experience. Uh okay um and i do feel sad that it happened i am i'm shocked a little surprised got. Like I, I never thought i would have a miscarriage i never even thought about it that's the thing and i think that's what that's what will hit women just as hard as the actual passing of the child is the fact that you you just never even think about it it's not it's like you never think about it and if it happens so often, maybe people, maybe you should talk about it more. Maybe you should tell people that this really, really happens quite often. Um, now I'm rambling, but um, that that's the experience of how I managed the miscarriage that I had last month. And anybody who's listening to this, I hope, who's had a miscarriage or who's experiencing something or... Just reflecting, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you other than you'll be okay. Um you'll be okay. And I believe in God, so I will encourage you towards the fact that God knows what he's doing. Yeah. So that's it. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, yeah. Bye.